the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is it hot enough for you? Yeah, we made it into the 90s today. Uh, Can you imagine for one minute, one minute spending today with no air conditioning? We did make it into the 90s, and, uh, you know, no air conditioning, not at work, not at home, not in your car. Well, Time Magazine, actually, uh, time.com, published a piece last week. I think I might have mentioned it on the way out the door last week. Um, But I wanted to talk to somebody about it. Anyway, uh, this piece came out last week uh, at time.com, and uh, they uh, said that uh, we need to have an end to personal air conditioning. have to put an end to it. In order to, are you ready? Save the planet. Now, I'm old enough to remember when nobody had air conditioning. I mean nobody, except really rich people. I'm talking about central air now. People had air conditioners in their windows, but anyway, and that included um, air-conditioned cars. Nobody had an air-conditioned car. I can remember the first time my rich uh, kid friend, Ray, picked me up on a summer day in his dad's Chrysler New Yorker the windows were up. I couldn't believe it when I got in the car how comfortable it was. It was like a shock that you could ride in a car with no windows up or down. So we used to walk home uh, back in those days from playing baseball on a hot summer day, which nobody does anymore, by the way, because they play their <laughs> video games in the air conditioning. But anyway, we used to walk home from playing baseball on a day like today. wouldn't wouldn't have been too hot for us to play baseball. We would have played. That's just what it was. It was a hot day. You brought water with you. But we would, on the way home, we would walk uh, into the Giant Eagle, the local Giant Eagle, because it was air conditioning. It was the uh, air conditioned. It was the only air conditioned place that we knew of anywhere. I also lived in Louisiana for a summer in the 70s, mid 70s. And if you haven't lived in the South or spent a lot of time in the South in July and August, you don't know what hot is. Go to Dallas today or New Orleans or Florida, anywhere. And if you haven't uh, lived in the South, you, ju- you just don't get it. I had an air-conditioned apartment down there in Louisiana. I lived in Lafayette where I was doing minor league baseball. I would have never survived without the uh, the air conditioning. And we had a swimming pool and everything. But the sidewalks were wet there every morning in the summer, even though it hadn't rained. It was just the humidity showing up on the sidewalks. Now, how many people do you think would live in Tampa, Florida right now, where they're going to be playing hockey, believe it or not, tomorrow night. But how many people do you think would uh, live in Tampa, Florida right now without air conditioning? Tampa would be Youngstown, Ohio, which is what it was before air conditioning. That's about how big the city was. They still had the hurricanes and tropical storms and evacuations that came with that, but they made up for all that by having torturous temperatures you couldn't escape. And this guy at Time Magazine thinks that in order to save the planet, we need to rethink the idea of air conditioning and forget about personal comfort and just think about public comfort. Does that sound like socialism to you? Sure does to me, but the people who believe in this stuff are in charge right now. That's what's scary. And if it were up to them, you would not have central air conditioning in your home. When we come back, I'll talk to the president of the Heartland Institute about this insanity. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 831.21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best 
best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. Attention all taxpayers who owe back taxes to the IRS or who have unfiled tax returns. The IRS has recently launched tax relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers who are unable to pay their back taxes or who may have unfiled tax returns. Kick IRS is a full-service tax relief company that specializes in helping taxpayers resolve their tax problems once and for all. Qualifying for this program may stop all collections, reduce what you owe, and even save you thousands of dollars in the process. Call the experts at Kick IRS today to see if you qualify for one of these tax relief programs. They're A-rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their experts will conduct a free consultation over the phone to see if you qualify. If you or your business owes back taxes to the IRS or has years of unfiled tax returns, help is now available. For this free information, call Kick IRS at 800-755-4480. 800-755-4480. That's 800-755-4480. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. And Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. That's where you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. 2021 is the perfect time to add a healthy new habit to your daily wellness routine. Good nasal hygiene. We all know there's bad stuff in the air, allergens, bacteria, viruses, and that some of it's very dangerous. So what can you do to protect yourself? Well, you can clean your nose with Navage. Your nose is the body's air filter, and with Navage, you help your body defend itself by flushing out the crud and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and it has over 40,000 online reviews, averaging 4.7 stars. Join millions of Navage users to relieve congestion and allergies, breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Let 2021 be the year you start cleaning your nose with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Navage. Warning. Listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. Well, I'm wearing a jacket right now because it's so cold in the studio that you could hang meat in here. It's nice to have air conditioning when it's 91 degrees outside. That's what my car said on the way in a little while ago. But according to Time Magazine, we should all enjoy it while it lasts. The headline says, AC feels great, but it's terrible for the planet, and here's how to fix it. James Taylor is president of the Heartland Institute. He joins us now. James, thanks for being here. Great to be on the show, John. So um, here's the last sentence of a very long piece that this guy wrote. Well, it's pretty long. This is a quote. It's time we become more comfortable with discomfort. Our survival may <laughs> depend on it. Does that sound a little bit, uh, a little alarmist to you, James? Just a little, but not surprising, because this is what underlies climate alarmism. It's what underlies pretty much the entire leftist agenda. What they want to do is take us out of the comforts of the 21st century. They want to take us away from an economy and a society in which we can actually improve our standard of living. And instead, they want to bring everyone down to the least common denominator, to the poorest among us. Rather than lifting people up, let's tear people down. And it's the old thing with socialism. It's make sure that the, um, the depression and the misery is, is evenly dispersed dispensed i guess right. here's another quote from the article it says the troubled history of air conditioning suggests that we chuck that we not chuck it entirely 
but that we focus on public cooling, yeah. on public comfort, rather than individual cooling on individual comfort. Ensuring that the most vulnerable among the planet's human inhabitants keep cool through better access to public cooling centers, shade-giving trees, safe green spaces, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's what they want. Air conditioning only if it's in public places for public people, but not in our homes. Yeah, the writer's name is Eric Dean uh, Wilson, and I mean... Uh, James, is this just uh, this is just one guy? I don't know anything about this guy. Um, this is a guy writing a piece for Time. dot com. I hope he made a nice buck for it, and everybody has to make a living and everything. But uh, are there actual like serious people out there who have maybe the power to try to make something like this happen? Are, are, are they are there actually people out there who think this in a position to do something about it? Well, clearly so. It's one thing for just some knucklehead to be writing this article, but then for Time Magazine, through their editorial process, to publish it and to only get ridiculed by folks who aren't on the left. I guarantee you there is no mainstream, quote-unquote, mainstream radio program or anybody on the left that thinks that this is a knuckleheaded article. This is what they would like to do with American society. This is how they would like to take air conditioning out of the homes of all of us. And it's rather frightening, but this is this is what the Green New Deal, this is what the socialist underpinnings of it are. This is what our future is if we allow them to win. Yeah, um and as I said, I'm old enough. I I I grew up in a house with no air conditioning. We had fans. Uh I put one, I put a fan in the window and uh I thought it was great. You know, we were able to sleep at night on a hot night um with the uh with the wind you know with the with the fan uh, in the window circulating the air and everything uh but i how does anybody even not not even forget about writing a piece like this but how does someone who uh remembers no air conditioning even think about writing a piece like this i don't i'd like to see how old this guy is cuz i got a feeling he's never lived without air conditioning yeah absolutely and let me tell you when i was when I was a boy growing up in the housing projects where we had no air conditioning, and there were days when it would get to be 100 degrees. There were evenings when it was over 80 degrees, and it was unbearable, and it was very difficult to sleep. I didn't sit there thinking, boy, I sure wish I could take everyone else's air conditioning away so they could know how I feel. I remember thinking, boy, I sure look forward to the day when I can apply myself and afford to have air conditioning and live a much better life. And that's the difference between people on the left and the rest of us. They think about how... They, they, they channel their feelings into hatred and bringing people down. That's not the way America should work. Well, today's a perfect day to be talking about this because it's it's really hot here in Pittsburgh uh, today. Um, it's 90. It was 91, I think, on uh, my car uh, said my, my car said on the way in. Um, but Eric Dean Wilson is the writer. He says we almost destroyed the planet during the Cold War with the threat of nuclear annihilation, but we may have come even closer during, he calls it the cooling war, because of the rising number of Americans with air conditions, <laughs> conditioners. <laughs> Are you aware of any science that would support that kind of hysteria? Oh, it's absolutely silly. There's no scientific evidence to show that. In fact, um, what, he, what he points out, grudgingly, in the article, is that the environmental activists rush to ban uh, the refrigerants that were used uh, in, in, in hydro, hydrofluorocarbons, HFCs, uh, that were used in various other entities, and then replace them with refrigerants that are now heat-trapping gases. Of course, there's not that much warming going on, and we're still cooler than most, most of the temperatures during the course of civilization, during most of human history. But yet, nevertheless, it was the, it was the rush to save the ozone hole that led to more uh, greenhouse gases being put into the atmosphere as a result. Yeah, you don't hear about the ozone much. I, I I had forgotten about the ozone issue until I read this piece. I hadn't thought about it. I don't spend a lot of time walking around thinking about the ozone, I guess. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it was Freon, right? Freon was destroying the planet by depleting the ozone. Is that the theory? Yeah, there, there were a few different chemicals basically referred to as HFCs. And here's a quote from the article. The EPA signaled it will begin phasing down HFCs because of, of what's been happening here with the refrigerants and replacing them with more climate-friendly alternatives. Experts agree that a swift end to HFCs could prevent as much as 0.5 degrees of warming over the next century. So the HFCs were, were put in place as the 
previous to replace the previous chemicals that they said were destroying the ozone layer, and now they're saying that's caused 0.5 degrees Celsius of warming this century. Well, my goodness, you brought it upon yourself. This isn't something that was underlying uh, underlying our energy use in the past. This wasn't caused by coal-fired power plants or SUVs. It was caused by the environmental left's own uh, imposed strategy to fix the non-existent ozone hole. So, so the ozone hole was non-existent. So scientists, when they finally, when scientists were finally able to measure the thickness of ozone in the atmosphere, they noticed that it was thinner over the poles and especially over South America. They had no means of knowing if that's something that had always been the case. If it had not been the case, there was no hole. It was just thinner there. And by the way, thin ozone over Antarctica doesn't really affect any human beings anyway. But the rush to claim this in a, an emergency caused by humans, we have to act right now, and then imposing their new chemicals rather than the old chemicals, again, just added to, if you believe in a climate crisis, it added to the global warming problem. Fortunately, we're not facing a global warming problem, but nevertheless, they rush, they rush to claim that there's a crisis, they rush to impose solutions that make the situation worse, and they're doing it today. For example, wind turbines, if we were to replace conventional energy with wind turbines, it would require covering one-third of the American landmass with wind turbines. And if we add electrified vehicles, which the Green New Deal uh, seeks to do, we would have to cover half of the American landmass with wind turbines. Talk about an environmental apocalypse, but yet that's what they're trying to impose on the American people in the American environment. We're talking to James Taylor. He's president of the Heartland Institute. Um, well, I read from the story that uh, we're, we're, uh, Mr. Carrier, who's one of the greatest humans ever to walk the earth, because he invented air conditioning, um, the theaters in New York used to shut down. And I didn't know this, that, that in the early days of air conditioning, it was used mostly in uh, in industry and in businesses, you know, to, to keep uh, food cool, to... Uh, uh, you know, in med- and to keep medicine cold uh, and stuff like that, but it wasn't used that much for individual cooling. But in New York, uh, they used to shut down the theaters in the summer, uh, which doesn't surprise me when you think about it. But uh, until Willis Carrier, he debuted the first air conditioner for the people, individual humans, at the Rivoli Theater in Midtown Manhattan. Um, so that's I don't know when that was. I think it was the 30s or something. Uh, is it insane? to even contemplate what it would do to, to our culture if Americans had to give up air conditioning next Thursday. Yeah, well, absolutely. They Apparently, the environmental left believes that we should not have air conditioning in theaters. We should not have air conditioning in our homes. And again, here's another quote from the article. Because of air conditioning, this now, quote, is cleaving the world into civilized cooling and barbaric heat. In other it. words, this is just, just yet another way in which we are showing that we are being brutal and exploiting people in third world nations and the disenfranchised among us. So uh, we talked. Uh, you talked about HFCs uh, and we free on. Um, are the HFC whatever they're using now? I'm not a scientist. I don't understand any of this stuff. But um, uh, are they going to? Uh, is the is the idea that even if we continue to use what we are using now, that, that the planet's going to be destroyed by air conditioning? Because of the HFCs, is there, is there any alternative to that? Well, the goal from the Environmental Act is always to take away all alternatives. Whatever's being used, you make that out, you send out the propaganda that that's the worst thing in the world, and then you say, well, we'll do something a little better, and then you get rid of that too. That's what they're doing with electricity and energy use. They start off by saying coal is horrible and we just need to get rid of coal. Then you have natural gas taking its place now. They say natural gas is horrible and we need to get rid of that. If they ever succeed in electrifying our grid and wind and solar power, which would be devastating environmentally and economically, you will then hear about the evils of wind and solar power a little bit too late, and then then the message will be we need to give up electricity and energy use altogether. That's the MO for the environmental left. Yeah, and uh, and and the electricity used to run the air conditioners, according to the story, is one-fifth of the U.S. residential use right now is to run air conditioning. Is that a bad thing? Well, according to the environmental left, it is. As I say, we should get used to 
uh, to suffering in the heat. We should use, we should get used to being uncomfortable. That's how we should live our lives. If they have their way, if we allow them to do so, it will be imposed on the American people that we cannot have private air conditioning. We cannot air condition our homes. We should live in misery, and we should like it. And see, here's the thing. Uh, my, uh, my, my kids, who are not kids anymore, um, they grew up in, in, in uh, a centrally cooled home. They drove around in air-conditioned cars. They, they have no, and they're they're in middle age right now. They have no clue what life is like without air conditioning. None, zero. So, how does anybody younger than in their forties even have a have a clue about what would happen if you didn't have air conditioning and how miserable you would be? Yeah, maybe that's uh, maybe that's a lesson for. Uh, something that we can do to educate our, our young people, Generation Z, millennials, young uh, teenagers today, who are so open to the ideas of socialism because they didn't live during the Cold yeah. War. They didn't see firsthand what happened behind the Iron Curtain in the Soviet Union, etc. So here, I'll, here's, what, here's what your political people want. Now we're going to take a week where you're not going to have air conditioning, you're not going to have electricity, Maybe give them, maybe give them electricity for a few things, but they want to reduce our use so much. Take away their just take away their uh, their air conditioning. Take away their computers uh, because that's a that's a frivolous waste of electricity. And see how you like it. And I think maybe they might get an idea then. I, I, there's a, the movie there's a movie that pops into my head. I think it was Inherit the Wind, which was about uh, Darwin and evolution and everything being taught in the schools. I think that was and, and Spencer Tracy was in it, and I forget who else. I think if I'm correct, that's the movie. And what sticks in my mind about that movie is that the trial was somewhere in the south, I believe. It doesn't matter. It was a really it was really hot in the summertime, and everybody was in that courtroom with no air conditioning, and they were still wear, the lawyers were still dressed in their, uh, their suits and ties with their collars, you know, buttoned up. Uh, there's no way that it could happen today. There's absolutely no way that anybody could survive that today. And that's and that wasn't that long ago. That's, you know, not 100 years ago. It's probably 70 years ago, 75 years ago. Yeah, and, and that's one of the reasons, and we've published an article presenting the evidence, showing links to the objective evidence, where the number of deaths in the United States due to extreme weather events, including heat waves, has declined by approximately 98% over the last hundred years. And the reason is, one of, one of the reasons is we haven't had all these extreme weather events that we've been told will happen. But second, when we do get heat waves, heat waves have happened in the past. They happen today, they will happen in the future. Global warming won't put an end to heat waves. But now people are better able to adjust and to, to deal with it because of technology. Much of the technology that is made possible by our energy use that the environmental left uh, just eviscerates. But we do not have people dropping like flies precisely because we have air conditioning today. Air conditioning is a good thing, Time Magazine. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, we're talking to James Taylor. He's president of Heartland Institute. Um, yeah, the the, uh, the air conditioning um, is so taken for granted that it's hard to believe that this guy who wrote it wasn't sitting in an air-conditioned place when he wrote the piece. You know what I mean? I mean, somewhere, he, I don't know where he was, but, I, you know, if it was during the day, it was an air, he was in air conditioning. Yeah, great point. And the hypocrisy of the environmental left. I guarantee you, you're spot on. I guarantee you, he's sitting in air conditioning right now as we speak. I guarantee you, when he goes home, he turns on the air conditioning so he can feel just a little bit more comfortable at night. No and question. that should be something that we shouldn't be shamed for doing. But Can- the hypocrisy is amazing. Can you picture Joe Biden coming by in his limo with the windows down, you know, to keep to get the air, <laughs> you know, look, hanging his head out to get a little little air because it's a you know a little hot in Washington today. Uh, that's not or, you yeah. know Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. You think maybe that her air? Do you think her apartment might be air conditioned that she lives in in D.C.? Yeah, unlikely. By the way, I recall once at a, a Harry Reid talk in Las Vegas. He gave a long talk about how we have to get rid of oil and fossil fuels yeah. and everything. While he was speaking, he had a dozen SUVs sitting outside, <laughs> idling, engines running for a half an hour waiting for him. With the air conditioning running. <laughs> With the air conditioning on, of course. Oh, man. I'll tell you, it's crazy. But um, I, I, this kind of came out of nowhere with me. I mean, I, I really haven't seen this too many places that people are going to try to end air conditioning. i got to finish up. we about 20 seconds left. Is this something that's going to gain any traction, James? 
Well, I hope not. And I hope people will go to climaterealism.com. That is our website where we expose uh, these ridiculous notions each and every day. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show. I'm keeping my jacket on because it's freezing in here. But th- th- <laughs> thanks for being on the show. Thanks, John. Always a pleasure. Good. Thank you. We'll be back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Six months after the attack on the Capitol, the Justice Department is still hunting for scores of rioters. Even as the first of more than 500 people already arrested have pleaded guilty. Details from Bernie Bennett. Among those who still haven't been caught, the person who planted two pipe bombs outside the RNC and DNC headquarters the night before, as well as many people accused of attacking police officers or violence and threats against journalists. The FBI website seeking information about those involved includes more than 900 pictures of roughly 300 people labeled unidentified. The FBI has been helped by so-called sedition hunters or armchair detectives who have teamed up to identify some of the most elusive suspects using crowdsourcing to pour over the vast trove of videos and photos from the assault. Bernie Bennett in Washington. The discovery of four more victims in the rubble of the collapsed Florida condominium building in Surfside has now raised the death toll there to 32. This is SRN News. When was the last time you watched your home movies? Do you have a VCR anymore? What about a film projector? With technology constantly changing, most families don't have a way to enjoy their recorded memories, trapped on VHS, camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos. That's why we created Legacy Box over a decade ago. Legacy Box is an affordable mailed-in kit to have your aging media digitized to DVD, thumb drive, or the cloud. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S. Imagine being able to easily relive weddings, graduations, baby's first steps, and more. Get started future-proofing your memories today so you can gather the whole family together and begin the trip down memory lane. Plus, for a limited time, we're offering 40% off. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get an exclusive 40% off. Buy today to take advantage of this incredible offer and send in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Larry Elder presents The Facts. Gwen Berry says she turned her back on the national anthem because the national anthem is racist. I guess she hasn't seen the PragerU video that goes over the history of the national anthem, in particular the paragraph that she claimed was racist. It is not. Or maybe she turned her back on the video, too. On the next Larry Elder Show. The Larry Elder Show. Weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. Looking for a school that supports your goals as Christian parents? Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin is partnering with this station to offer half off your first year's tuition. For families across 15 South Hills districts, this makes a true discipleship-modeled approach to education twice as affordable. Elementary through high school graduation. Now offering five-day pre-K for three- and four-year-olds. Cornerstone Prep. Preparing Christian students for life after graduation. Get half off a year's tuition while it lasts. At the answer, pgh.com slash tuitions. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of besthotgrill.com. We make the Solaire infrared grills with one of the largest offerings of grills and accessories. Our mini anywhere and everywhere portables are perfect for tailgating and grilling on the go. Our best-selling 27XL is the convergence of price and size. The 36-inch is the size most often specified by kitchen designers. And the Solaire 56-inch is the largest all-infrared grill on the market. Solaire makes accessories like griddles and steamer fryers to enhance your backyard grilling experience. Solaire also has an extensive offering of doors, drawers, and bartending centers to complete your outdoor kitchen. All Solaire infrared grills feature the efficient Solaire infrared burner that heats up fast, locks in the juices, and makes you wonder why you'll ever want to eat out again. Learn more at besthotgrill.com. That's besthotgrill.com. Solaire infrared at besthotgrill.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 
It's a busy ride on the Parkway East outbound. Looks like about a 15-minute delay between Oakland and the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbound, about an extra 10 minutes getting from Forest Hills to the tunnel. County Jail to the Fort Pitt Bridge also slowing down. Parkway West inbound, delays between Carnegie and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Still heavy outbound on 28 as well, stacking up Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. And the outbound ramp to the bridge is shot down for construction. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. It'll be mainly clear and humid tonight with a low of 71. Tomorrow will be humid with a mix of clouds and sunshine. We'll see a thunderstorm in spots in the afternoon. We'll reach a high of 86. Tomorrow night will be humid with plenty of clouds and evening thunderstorm, followed by a strong thunderstorm in the area late, low 69. Thursday, some sunshine, then turning cloudy and humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm and a high of 79. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I'll tell you a little story about heat. I, uh, you know, I did sports for a long time, and I, I remember. Well, first of all, I, I was doing sports when I, I mentioned in the in the previous um, segment that I, I think I said I, I mentioned I lived in Louisiana. Yeah, for for a summer, I was doing uh, minor league baseball, double A team in uh, the Texas League, the Lafayette Drillers, and. Uh, I had never lived in the South. I'd been to the. I'd, I'd lived in. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I had lived in Florida for like three months. Uh, when my buddies and I, after getting good uh, draft lottery numbers, just up and went to Miami, and I stayed there from February first to May first. So I was there in the best possible time to be in Florida, getting out of the winter here and perfect weather down there. So I had never spent any time uh, in in that. Uh, area of the country in the south in, in the summertime. So this is 1975, and uh, I'm uh, I was in Louisiana, and I, I mean I, I I just couldn't believe that that um, anybody could could uh, that, that it was that hot. And 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 as I said in the in the last segment, I, I had an apartment. We had an apartment with a swimming pool and everything, you know, like a, an apartment complex. It was a nice little place and uh, it had air conditioning, so I didn't have to deal with it that much. I did deal with it during the games, but it was at night, ta- at night and it wasn't excruciatingly hot. But uh, you just don't know what heat is like until you've um, lived in that. And and I, uh, in the early 80s, the Steelers were open to the season uh, in Dallas with a Monday night game against the Cowboys. It was on Channel 4. I was working there at WTAE, ABC uh, station. So I had to uh, go down and do a pregame show. And I can remember walking out of the hotel the morning. I had I had to go do interviews. I, I had to go interview Tony Dorsett, as a matter of fact, um, after practice. And uh, But I, I went and watched some of the practice, and I, I, I could not believe when I walked out of the hotel how hot it was, and it was like someone blowing a hair dryer in your face. It, that's how hot it was. And uh, the, previ- the the one year that I was in the minor leagues, I was in Wichita, which you don't think of Kansas as being uh, that hot, but I-, I thought that was hot. And I can remember sitting in the uh, in the radio uh, the broadcast booth behind home plate, looking out over center field. There was a, a skyscraper with the temperature flashing on it. And it was dark out, and it was 98. It was flashing 98. It was dark, um, and so that you don't know hot until you've lived in those places. And um, so, if 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 you were to get rid of air conditioning, there would be nobody living in Tampa, Florida, right now. There'd be nobody living in Phoenix, Arizona. It was 110 every day there last week. Nobody would be living there. Nobody lived there. People people who lived in Florida. They what they wanted to do was get out, and in the winter time they came north. They had they had, they bought property north uh, on lakes somewhere up in the who knows I don't know where they went, but they they got out of Florida. Uh, it was ridiculous. Nobody even considered going there for a vacation in the summertime. You wouldn't go to Florida. So imagine how the world would change if you if you didn't have air conditioning. Just imagine downtown Pittsburgh today. Now, we're here in Green Tree, and as I said, I'm wearing a jacket right now. It's so cold in here. we got the air conditioner cranked up. But um, just imagine being in downtown Pittsburgh in a courtroom today with no air conditioning. 
sitting there listening to a testimony in a murder trial, and you're on the jury, and you're sitting there, and it's a, a 92 degrees outside and 110 in the room where you're sitting. That's what used to go on. So the, the idea of getting get, of getting rid of air conditioning is so absurd. There's no way. You talk about revolt. And, and here's the other thing. I don't know. You may have heard that the murders are, are you know, kind of the shootings and, and murders in places like Chicago and uh, where else? All over. All the major cities are going way up, and they say that a lot of it happens, uh, that, that these numbers go up in the summertime. Uh, all, they've just Historically, that's been the case, because people uh, used to, um, <laughs> in the summertime, they came out of their house because it was real hot in the cities. Well, now even places like that are air-conditioned. So if you take the air-conditioning out, uh, take it away... Everybody is outside, running around, looking for something to do, and they'd be shooting each other. And uh, that's what that's what is going on now in the, in the cities, where the the murder rate and the the, the numbers of uh, shootings and killings have gone way up. Uh, they have air conditioning. Imagine how what kind of a mood you'd be in if you lived there with no air conditioning. It's unbelievable that they even even consider it, and and to think that you can get away with it. And again, the idiot who wrote the piece. He was in an air-conditioned place when he wrote it. I guarantee you he was. And as I'm speaking now, he's either riding in his air-conditioned car or he's sitting in his air-conditioned home somewhere. And uh, someone like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who wants the, the Green New Deal, you think maybe she grew – she's 30 years old. You think maybe she grew up in an air-conditioned house? She grew up in Westchester County. She likes to sell herself as a as a poor kid, but I think she actually comes from a pretty nice neighborhood. Not rich, but I mean, she had air conditioning. Trust me, she had it. Anyway, so anybody who thinks they're going to get rid of air conditioning, uh, they, they're going to have riots on their hands. So another subject, completely unrelated to that, that I wanted to get to here. Have you ever heard of Rachel Nichols? Mike, have you ever heard of Rachel Nichols? She's on uh, ESPN. And she works the NBA uh, telecasts. I don't know what she does because I, I mean, when I tell you that I haven't seen, and I'm not exaggerating, I haven't seen two minutes of LeBron James playing basketball live in my life. And now I've seen some highlights here and there, obviously. But if you add it up, the total time I've seen him actually playing basketball live, it isn't it isn't five minutes, guaranteed. So Rachel Nichols is a big story now at ESPN. Of course, this is all has to do with uh, wokeness and diversity and the usual stuff. But they've taken Rachel Nichols off the sidelines for the NBA Finals. They announced that today. Now, this was because a New York Times report uh, had her making demeaning comments uh, that she made a year ago about another network host, Maria Taylor, who happens to be African-American. Rachel Nichols is not. She's white. Uh, Nichols didn't realize that the video was being recorded and the, that the mic was hot. And she, she said some things that she, well, she's paying for now. So the network has replaced her on that show with Malika Andrews, who I don't know if she's black or white, but I'm going to guess she's black because that's part of this story. Uh, she said that ESPN says Nichols will continue to host The Jump, which is a, apparently some kind of a pregame show on ESPN for NBA, which I've never seen. But... Uh, in a taped conversation last July, Nichols said that ESPN might have her relinquish her contractually agreed upon NBA Finals hosting job to Taylor, this Maria Taylor, because the network was feeling pressure to be more diverse. Rachel was a little too white, and uh, they wanted to get her out of there. And so what she said was, I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. This is what was recorded. She covers football. She covers basketball. Um, if you need to give her more things to do because you are feeling pressure about your crappy long-time record on diversity, which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You're not going to find it from me or taking my thing away. So Rachel's a liberal. She uh, She's big on diversity until it comes for her, and they want to take her job away to, to, to be a little bit more diverse. She's not ready for that. Um, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Maria Taylor, I don't know, I had never heard of her till I read this story, I think, yesterday. Never heard of her. So she's a, I guess she's a pretty big deal at ESPN. 
for Rachel Nichols to say that there's some kind of a problem with diversity when it comes to females, you cannot turn on an ESPN telecast of anything without seeing at least one woman in a prominent position, either on sideline reporting, somewhere in the pregame or postgame show. So they're everywhere. And that's great if that's what they want to do. But I never heard of Maria Taylor. I'm guessing you never heard of Maria Taylor. and There's probably a pretty good chance you never heard of Rachel Nichols. Maria Taylor wants a raise. She's making a million dollars a year right now, according to this story. They've offered her $5 million. She's holding out for $8 million a year. I've never heard of her, and I can guarantee you, guarantee you, that there aren't three people, especially men, but there aren't three people in the United States who will watch a basketball game, on uh, an NBA game, on ESPN, based on whether or not either Maria Taylor or Rachel Nichols is part of the broadcast. And they're talking about paying these people $8 million and $5 million a year. There's not, there, aren't, there aren't 12 people in the United States. I'm not, you can't count an immediate family. There aren't 12 people in the United States, not 12, in the entire country, maybe in the, on the entire planet, because the NBA is you know televised all over the world. There aren't 12 people on the planet who would have their viewing habits as it relates, as they relate to the NBA, change one way or another based on whether, uh, what's her name, Rachel Nichols shows up on the telecast. And it just wouldn't. And then if I were doing the NBA games, or if it's Marv Albert, I don't care who it is, they ain't making a decision based on that. Now, there was a time when people would tune in to Monday Night Football 100 years ago because Howard Cosell was on. He was somebody you tuned in to watch. You might hate him, but you watched him. Nobody, nobody, nobody tunes in to watch Rachel Nichols. Not one person in America. Again, maybe her mother and dad do. I think she's the she's the daughter of Mike Nichols and he, and Elaine May, Mike. You know the the, the uh, comedy team and the, the director Mike Nichols. I think that's a, that's who her dad is. That might have something to do with how she got her job. I used to see her doing the NFL. She would pop up as a sideline reporter, and I was never impressed by anything that she did. I didn't think she was terrible, but again, nothing whatsoever in anything she's ever done on television that causes people to tune in. She may. I, I'm. I'm. I'm sure that she thinks she that that people do tune in to see her. And I'm not saying she doesn't do a good job. Whatever her job is, she may be very good at it. But it doesn't matter because whoever you put in that job, it's not going to affect the audience of of uh, of the overall audience of the game for the game by one tenth of a percent. Nobody cares. So now, of course, um, she has come out and uh, apologized. And she's trying to back away from what she said. Uh, and she is, uh, maybe she's threatening to leave because it's written in her in her contract that this is, you know, what she's supposed to do. Uh, that's her part of her duties is to host this uh, and be on the sidelines for the NBA. Um, and she's going to threaten ESPN with leaving. And somebody at ESPN will actually feel threatened by it because they've convinced themselves that it matters that eight Rachel Nichols is on the air. And nobody tunes in to see her. Nobody. So that's the name of that tune. And and here's the thing. This is a big deal. Uh, if you follow sports at all in the sports media, this is a big story out there about what's going to happen with Rachel Nichols. And because of this story, I'd say that she's now uh, known to about maybe, I don't know, at least 50% more people as a result of this, they never heard of her before, because this is this this is making the news because it's of course about diversity and in the workplace and all that stuff. And she says, so the first thing they teach you in journalism school is don't be the story. And I don't plan to break that rule today or distract from the uh, fantastic finals. But I also don't want to let this moment pass without saying how much I respect, how much I value our colleagues here at ESPN, how deeply, deeply sorry I am for disappointing those I hurt, particularly Maria Taylor, and how grateful I am to be part of this outstanding team. Boy, is that some that's some <laughs> desperate pleading for your, to keep your job. But she's under contract, so if she does get, get fired, which she, she probably won't, uh, it, it, would, uh, it would cost her some money, but it, actually it wouldn't because she, her money's I'm guaranteed. She ain't going any, she's, if she goes anywhere, she's going to get paid. 
Uh, but her contract, this Maria Taylor's contract, is due to expire during the finals that are starting right now. And last week, the New York Post reported Taylor, as I said, makes a million dollars a year, has asked for some, she wants to be paid in Stephen A. Smith's $8 million per year range. Stephen A. Smith, I do know who he is. He's on ESPN. He's a big deal. Uh, I don't particularly like watching him, uh, but he's really good at what he does, and I and he's uh, he, he gets people to watch. He is someone who actually brings viewers to to a to a telecast, and he's making eight to ten million dollars a year, and he probably deserves it. But Maria Taylor, nobody's ever heard of her, and if she disappeared. No, nobody would care. She thinks, for some reason, that she should be making the same kind of money that Stephen A. Smith makes. I don't. It's not a male-female thing. It's a, you know, you're good uh, or you're not kind of thing, or you put, you 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 get eyeballs to the set kind of thing. It has nothing to do with gender or race or anything else. You're either good, really good, or you're, you know, you're okay and uh, you're easily replaced. That's where both Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor fall, and they're making a big story about it. Nobody outside the building at, in Bristol, Connecticut, where everybody at ESPN works, really cares about it. So how come I just talked about it for 20 minutes? <laughs> well, the reason I did is because this is all part of the wokeness and the diversity and all the problems that this caused. What she said, by the way, what she was recorded saying, was completely harmless. Nothing she said was – there was nothing wrong with anything that she said. But because it involves black versus white, white versus black, it's the end of the world. I'll be right back. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. And Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. That's where you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. I read the reviews and it gives me hope. SotoWeightLoss.com. You should go read the reviews there. They put all the Google reviews there. So it's candid. I mean, you get a real world response. Listen to Howard. Howard is the man. Howard said in 22 weeks, I've let go of 80 pounds of unwanted fat weight. What is 80 pounds? I don't even know. 80 pounds is a, it's like a sixth grader, bro. I bet your knees and your back feel awesome. Congratulations, Howard. Howard did this. Karen did this. I'm, I'm reading all the reviews right now. Vicky did this. Michael, Michelle, Lisa. 4.8 stars. 4,600 reviews. Read them for yourself at SotaWeightLoss.com. S-O-T-A WeightLoss.com. The state of the art. I'll give you the secret. A lot of people won't give you the secret. Here's the secret. Eat nutritious food that soda will help you with. Time it just right. Watch the fat melt off. Never to return again. I was 256. Got down to 193. That was like four years ago. I'm living proof. I'm John Hudson in Dallas, Texas. If I can do it, you can do it. Go to Soda Weight Loss. It works. SodaWeightLoss.com. S-O-T-A-WeightLoss.com. It's state of the art. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 831-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsoruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsoruspittsburgh.com. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. 
It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, did you enjoy Pride Month? Uh, that ended at the end of June. It was a lot of fun uh, while it lasted. But uh, here's, here's a thing of, speaking of things that don't matter and people just don't care about it, Governor Cuomo's daughter, Andy Cuomo's daughter, Michaela, uh, she is now coming out as demisexual. Uh, that's uh, that's um, the label applied to people who, quote, only feel sexually attracted to someone when they have an emotional bond, which seems kind of like... Kind of like a normal thing. But uh, she said that when she first came out as queer in June, that's in quotes, she worried it would be seen as attention-seeking. You think? Uh, since it's hip or cool to not be hetero. Of course it's hip not to be hetero. Uh, she said she, she made a post on Instagram during Pride Month to announce she is queer, adding happy Pride Month to the whole spectrum of sexualities. Gotta love that. To those who are contending with the compulsive heterosexuality our society force feeds us, an innate attraction beyond uh, cis-het folks, that's heterosexuals, please know that you are not alone. There's a new, uh, she continued, there's, there's a new dating term called fauching, by the way, that's in this story. I'll get to that maybe tomorrow. I don't know what that, but to those who, who have yet to claim their sexual identity due to fear of physical, psychological, or financial safety, Please know that you are unconditionally worthy of love and support. To the questioning folks, know that we all reserve the right to change our minds or evolve at any time. How about if you resolve uh, in your mind to shut up? That's why I wanted, after Pride Month was over, I was hoping that they would declare July Get Over Yourself Month. And this is example 1A. What's her name? Cuomo. Oh, my God. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.